chat. We are your hosts, Mo. And Liz. It is, uh, it's the summer solstice. The cat solstice. Kitty, 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 kitty. <laughs> okay, sorry. I don't know where I went with the cat thing. You're not even a cat person. I don't know I what mean, happened. I'm not, not a cat person. I just have dogs. You got dogs. <laughs> got dogs. I'm a dog person. I don't have a dog. And you're maybe a cat person, but you don't got a cat. Yeah. Anyone, anyone else have that sitch out there? Okay, just kidding. Let's, let's refocus. Back Hashtag to the summer solstice. relatable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who likes dogs but doesn't have one? Hashtag relevant. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, it sort of is because in preparing for today's episode, you know, I mostly focused on um, a heck of a lot of summer solstice, solstice tradition. Yeah. Like how I slid tits in there. It's because yeah. it's super women focused and we'll talk more about that. But um, I think we should do some summer solstice celebrating and then uh, wrote some stuff down that pissed me off. It's been pissing me off. Which yeah, I just literally like two seconds ago read a new thing that pisses me off that I like ha must talk about. Ooh, no. Okay, good. So you'll have stuff for that section. I'm glad because I'll need to be cut off at some point because that, so I got a little too ranty there. And then um, just sick to my stomach. And so then I was like, maybe I should also think of what am I grateful for? And that got a little, it got awesome, but also a little like, ooh, girl, like you need to apparently just like, you know, dissociate. Because <laughs> stuff is so hard right now. Because I'm like, ooh, this show, this show, like this book. <laughs> oh my God. <gasps> But let's start with the summer solstice. Yeah, because, you know, what I did to prepare for today was nothing. So I'm really appreciative that you prepared. So like, give me some summer solstice knowledge. Yeah, some summer solstice knowledge, I will. Some summer solstice. Ooh, hey. that's better. You're always, hey. always, always one-upping me. Always one-upping me, Mo. <laughs> uh, just well, saying. well. Okay, but this is perfect. Uh, it's a perfect segue because for the summer soul tits, um, the theme typically like across history, across cultures, <laughs> if you want to sum it up kind of, it's like the time to like work on your mojo, whatever that may mean. Yeah, okay. Oh, oh. Some, someone over there trying to work on their mojo? Was that a bark I heard? <laughs> oh, no, that was me going, ooh, oh. <laughs> ooh. Um, yeah, so whatever mojo means to you, um, you know, it could mean that you're working on your mojo in your rom romance life um, or, you know, thinking of things more kind of in the context of like the new year, new beginnings. Um, uh, what is it? What do you do when you um, when it's New Year's and you make promises? What the fuck? Oh, resolution. Called? Oh, thank you, God. See, clearly I never keep them because I can't even remember the name. Yeah, so like resolutions. I don't even make that shit anymore. Hey, Not, I agree. Literally, like I didn't since Trump won the presidency because I was like, what is it all for anyway? <laughs> like, no, no. What is it all no. for? No. Wait, I need my sound effects. Hold up. I need my like foghorn or like, you know, buzzer because we, we can't give up. We can't, we can't give up and having goals. I can give up on resolutions though. <laughs> yeah, you can give up on resolutions. Let's talk about why those are stupid just simply because 
Like it's good to write down your goals and have goals, but why does it have to be on yeah, the they're, they're People do that only like, and then they're just contrived. But they're almost always like super shallow too. It's like everybody joins the gym in January. Like mm-hmm. new year, new me. And like, that's great. Be a new you. That's fabulous. Be, but you know, it doesn't have to be because it's January. January makes me want to eat shepherd's pie in my bed all month. Exactly. Oh, exactly. It's not time to be going to the gym. You should already no. have joined a gym. <laughs> you right? should have done that in the summer. <laughs> or like, don't join a gym if that's like not what you want to do. Try some new shit. That is also a very good point. That is also a very good point. You don't got to go to the gym. And frankly, I would prefer if you didn't because I get really annoyed in January when the gym starts being infiltrated with noobs. Right. I hate to be a hater, but you know what? I'm, we were just talking about things that piss us off. So let's, let's circle back, circle back to the summer soul tits. This whole time that I've been talking, I've been wasting time because really what I've been doing is Googling free, free sound effects. So oh, good. I, so I could, so I could include some of those. Let important, me know. really important. Can you hear this dog? Oh, my dog did. Really? Yeah, it woke oh. shit up. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. How about this haunting music? No, I can't play it now. Oh. Can you hear that? Oh, it's very scary. <laughs> Wait, okay, let me find something a little more positive <laughs> before I move on because, whoa, that was like way darker than I expected. That was like serial killer status. That's okay, amazing. Like nerd alert. <laughs> what, what do you think cassette tape action two is? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> play, it, play it. Okay. Oh, was really? that it? <laughs> Yeah, that was that was it. Okay, it let's try like spaceship. Boom. A, hit the eject button on a. Yeah, they did not say cassette tape player. <laughs> ah, I see. <laughs> Are you playing one? <laughs> I thought I was. It's called, <laughs> it's called. Oh, here we go. I'm like, it's called haunting ambiance. Why is this just silence? <laughs> I mean, I agree, but. Like, whatever that one is, I don't like it. Yeah, okay. You're right. Okay, I'm just going to exit out for now. Apparently, this free sound effect website is only for people that are trying to recreate haunted like situations. That's... So, bringing it back, I'll do a little to get us back on a positive, uh, yes. a positive pitch. So, back to the summer solstice solstice. Most countries um, have some sort of tradition relating to relating the summer solstice and romance and or making the babies. Um, so because of this, there's like tons of symbolism around water flowing, like rivers flowing, like either like doing some sort of like ceremonial bathing, like in rivers or lakes, um, like some traditions or um, like setting things afloat down the river. So, you know, in, in kind of like a, a ritualistic kind of way. So it might be oh. sort of like you're setting like a candled altar kind of thing, wreaths and flowers down the water to like, um, like in some traditions, like women will set these afloat down the river in search of a mate. Like how that's supposed to bring their mate to them, I don't know. <laughs> but apparently it's like- How do you, you know, match the thing that goes down? Like what if you're a, a dude at the end of the river- and you're like, 
and you pick one up like how do you know who it belongs to <laughs> exactly it's like are the maidens like floating on <laughs> they're doing like lazy rivering after their altars that they're sending that would have been a lot easier than, than <laughs> <laughs> yep. just lazy river <laughs> oh my god um you just cut out so i don't know what you said oh i, I said can you, in your bed. can you hear me i can hear you okay because i can't tell which liz benton is talking <laughs> i know i was just thinking the same thing okay so for all of our listeners we're we're using of course a a recording platform uh we're not being paid for advertising so i'm not going to say whom whom um who but it's listing us both as liz and so it's very confusing because it no matter who's talking it's liz and we're like not sure which liz we're not who, which Liz is it? Which Liz Benton is it? The two Liz Bentons. Okay, so aside from um, the water chambers of Flowen representing um, <laughs> fertility and all, all that wonderful stuff, um, there's also lots of partying traditions as well, just celebrating, um, you know, the turnover from. Uh, short nights to long like in much older traditions it of course like symbolized like moving into the harvest tradition so a lot of the like partying around like bonfires or like yeah. stonehenge or whatever was supposed to be ritualistic and like providing good luck for the harvest oh that's really cool that part's kind of cool yeah i was like all right and of course in in true uh <laughs> true uh viking roots fashion the swedes consume a copious amount of vodka and dance around um according to some a rather phallic looking maypole <laughs> according to that's a direct quote from from cnn <laughs> rather phallic looking maypole i swear anthony <laughs> bourdain changed cnn for the better like <laughs> r.i.p r.i.p i know it's true that like so freaking sad i've been watching i don't know about you but i've been watching a ton of reruns of his stuff yeah i just can't stop now like i like need to reconsume every because I kind of felt like been obsessed with him all through college and then kind of fallen off the bandwagon and then now it's like all I can watch oh I know and he's just oh he's just amazing and I do feel like that's sort of an uh <laughs> a nod to him a nod to Anthony Bourdain a rather phallic looking maypole he would approve of that statement I feel yeah, he would have said that statement I love it yeah I agree <laughs> um uh not really related to anthony bourdain although i could see him doing this as a joke and then laughing at everyone that's doing it seriously um in some greek traditions men leap over tall fires to impress ladies and also oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh, yeah i have like actually seen i have not seen that like in 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 real life but you i have seen a man that. leap over a fire to impress you is that what you're saying yeah yes mm -hmm. oh Oh, okay. Right, we're gonna we're gonna have to talk about that at some point. But um, no, I'm just <laughs> no, kidding. For real. Where did you watch documentaries where it happens though? <laughs> that's... Oh, that's cool. Okay, so you heard you heard, you heard this. So this yeah, I have heard of that. Yeah, this is for reals. So they'll jump over tall ass fires, and then I guess in some Greek traditions, if you can jump over the fire three times, that's supposed to like bring you good luck for the year. Oh my god, though. But like, what if you don't make it the third? <laughs> What if your dick catches up? I'm so no, sorry. Really? Like, For like, all the people out there that are listening that are offended by that language, I apologize. <laughs> I mean, like, that's a lot. 
Yeah, I know. Well, I guess that's why you have good luck then, because they're saying like that seems unlikely that you're gonna accomplish. Because everybody that. else only made it twice or whatever. <laughs> everyone else's ass caught on everyone fire else, for yeah, sure. Yeah, like they're you know have been burned to a crisp from the waist down and. <laughs> there's like one man le- the reason why you get good luck is because you're the only one whose dick still works at the end of it <laughs> yeah you get all the ladies and all the luck <laughs> oh that's funny as hell um also in ancient greek calendars um this used to mark the um start of the new year and also the one month countdown to the olympic games so Ooh. it's kind of exciting too i know i was like that makes it also pretty cool then of course like the most one of the, oh, of course, that was almost the dumbest thing I've ever said. I was about to say, of course, the oldest tradition after just talking about ancient Greece, um, but also a very old tradition is um, summer solstice partying um, around Stonehenge. Oh, like cool. People, people still do that today, um, apparently. You might, been, you might be right, though. Isn't Stonehenge older? Is it older? Okay, well, then maybe I'm not Honestly, so stupid. I don't know. Fact check somebody. Fact check us. <laughs> I would. I would. Yeah. I mean, if they're not, they're they've like got to be pretty close. I think Stonehenge is like one of the oldest. How specific does Google get? Like, if I said, it should get is older. It should Stonehenge tell you. Yeah. It should. Or it should. ancient Greece. That's yeah. So, that's so. Uh, it should totally tell you. <laughs> Wikipedia is the first. Yeah, return that just says timeline that. of ancient history. Yeah, somebody has written that for yeah, sure. Yeah, we, we don't got time for this right now. So how no. about I will fact check this. Yeah. And for those of you who are <laughs> dying to know, yeah, we will let you know. <laughs> Everyone out there is like, you're a fucking idiot. You guys. As it turns out, Stonehenge was built thousands of years before ancient Greece began. Whoops. Okay, can um, we can we get to what's what is making us mad? Because I'm just dying to tell you this. Not story. yet, not yet. I got a couple more. I got a couple <sighs> more. Okay. <sighs> well, in case you were wondering, yeah, it's the all very interesting. Solstice. I really like it. I really like it a lot. I just am. Especially I'm like, with the background music, I'm gonna set this to. It's oh, okay. Epic fucking shit. Good. <laughs> Good. The, the reason I really want to get to it is because I'm leading up to the fucking goddess part. So let me get there. Let Ooh, me get there. Okay. <laughs> okay, just in case anyone was wondering what the heck solstice means, it does come from the Latin word sol for sun and sitio. Oh, oh. wants to be involved, sorry. <laughs> um, still or stopped. So, still or stopped sun. Oh. So, you know, people noticed that the sun stopped moving and then started moving in the other direction, and that's where the word came from, which is cool. Um, let's see some of the other names in tradition for summer solstice. Midsummer um, is uh, a big name used by like Wiccans and other neo pagan groups. Um, Litha is also something that they refer um, summer solstice to. Um, Midsummer was a crucial time of year for the Vikings who would meet to discuss legal matters and resolve disputes. That one I had to throw in because it just cracked oh me Oh my. Up. Like why? Just because it's light out the whole time? Like why now? Like why do you have to wait to, to discuss? Also like, like sitting around a round table and being like, <laughs> whoever <laughs> holding the Viking hat can speak next is like not what I think of when I think of <laughs> Exactly. We were just talking about them chugging vodka. 
and celebrating that yeah. seems more in line not like let us resolve all legal matters since it is the longest day of the year <laughs> just like i had that really made me laugh but okay here we're getting to more of the stuff that like is super female oriented and goddess oriented so and magic oriented which is kind of fun um so bonfires um pagan bonfires were a big thing for um summer solstice um yeah. it was thought that the bonfires would um boost the sun's energy for the rest of the growing season. So kind of like we were talking about like good ritual for the harvest, but bonfires were also associated with magic. Like it was thought that like similar to like um, Burning Man or Zozobra, um, it's believed that bonfires could help banish like demons, negative energy, evil spirits. Um, and then just side note, also apparently lead maidens to their future husbands, which seems to be a theme here, which is kind of funny. Um, it's like, fuck you. This is I not lit a fire. Where is he? Hello? <laughs> right. It's like, if it's a fireman, maybe. Um, but <laughs> imagine fireman. Yeah. Thanks for saving my ass because I lit this dumbass fire. Okay. Anyway, um, magic is thought to be the strongest during the summer solstice. Okay. This is cool too, because I, um, I don't know why, but this has been like coming up like crazy for me. So I've been like, as I mentioned in like our blog post and a little bit in the last episode, I've been trying to like sort of get in touch in my, with my like woo woo spiritual side and what's been coming up for me lately is like all this symbolism related to yin, which is like, you know, the feminine side of the yin, yeah. of the yin and yang. So um, in ancient China, so this really resonated with me because I've just been like feeling and seeing this all over the place um, in the last couple of months. In ancient China, the summer solstice was associated with yin, the feminine force, um, festivities celebrated earth, femininity, and the yin force. Yin symbolism is, um, you know, just like, completely related to the inner goddess and embracing that which i also thought think is really interesting because um you know in a lot of chinese tradition like not too not too fond of the women or the feminine force it seems so like yeah. <laughs> this that made me kind of curious but um for me that was like what resonated most with me is like celebrating your inner goddess and it just made me start to think about like how i'm going to further embrace and celebrate my inner goddess so i, I just wanted that. to wanted to close with that i super love that and like i have been i've been like reflecting on that as much as possible today because i'm like at the very end of this pregnancy and like just let's do a round of applause hold up <laughs> Woo! that's some i'm just saying I have four more weeks, although I'm like real hoping that she comes early because this is, this last leg is like a, it's a fucking slog, dude. It's yeah, hard. this is supposed to be the worst part, yeah. right? This is totally when, like, there isn't a single woman, like, there's so many women I've talked to that have said like, oh yeah, I've had a great pregnancy. Like, I, you know, have, have not had some of the problems that I've had or have had many, much worse problems that I've had, but every single person says the last month sucks. <laughs> like everyone's oh like, it God. fucking sucks. The last I'm month. Sure, you just start to get really uncomfortable, right? Yeah. I mean, you just, for her to come no out. yeah. And there's just no room for anything. So it's, you know, you eat, you're starving, but then you eat too much and you feel horrible. So then you wait and then you eat again later and then you feel horrible. It's just, you know, like whatever you're just, you're making it through, but it totally like, because it's, it's a cool moment to be this pregnant on the solstice because it makes you. Hell, yeah. Okay. Tell me a little bit about your reflections. Like, let's not move on to the anger yet. Cause this is like, 
the type of stuff that I feel like is so important to capture for other women are these like moments of, of, I don't know, even if like they feel like half brained thoughts, whatever, but just like these moments you're thinking about, yeah, your daughter and like inner goddess shit. Tell me. So I think like, I think for me, it's all about embracing this kind of what, what will be a new normal with my body and what, and like counting my blessings and things that I'm so lucky for in terms of how this pregnancy has affected my body. And I think there are two, two different types of, of, you know, people who are going, who are pregnant, who are like sharing the journey. You're either a person who doesn't, feel compelled to document it all the time, or you are a person who does and who share, like possibly shares that on social media or like, you know, really kind of charts the journey like every week, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Some people do that like crazy and some people don't at all. Yeah. Yeah. And I have been a not at all person. Yeah. Part of, and like, I have totally been taking photos and like sharing them with my inner circle and stuff and like sending them to my mom and but my mom my mom bought me like a a little like during my first trimester it was like a welcome to being pregnant box it was so super cute and it had a little um like container of stickers that was like it did like four weeks eight weeks 12 weeks and then all the way up through 40 weeks and you you stick a little sticker on your belly and take a picture and cool so you were still able to like do something you just didn't have to social needs it Total, no, to, total, total, <laughs> total, total is this funny because that was not the total word. <laughs> no, no, that wasn't. That, that was, was awesome. not totally. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, that and like, it, I also just wouldn't have done that. It wouldn't have occurred to me to document it in such a way if she hadn't sent it yeah. to me. And honestly, like if somebody other than my mommy had had sent that to me, I might not have done it, you know, because um, sure. I've really been sort of like stuck in this headspace of, like I know people who are struggling to get pregnant, who are it's a it's been a very difficult journey for them, and and for for us it was it was the opposite. It was like too easy and and seemed very weird that it was so easy for us to get pregnant and kind of came. We were so surprised, um, you know that it, and that we didn't have you know we've had no complications and like all of that sort of stuff. And so to yeah. me like that's something that I hold very close. And I'm like, Oh my God, thank God. Like, I feel so lucky that that is, and so fortunate and privileged that I've been able to have the care that I've had and that I am able to work for myself and make, you know, the, the time, like be able to take time for myself during this time. And at certain times when I just can't go any further and do any more. And so yeah, I'm like, yeah. really holding my blessings close and counting them. And, and it has, it has not, um, it hasn't felt organic to me to share this journey on social media for that re- for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, but it's important to share because I feel like there must feel like a lot of pressure. Like I feel, you know, I can't speak to pregnancy, um, and that aspect of course, which is hopefully why these discussions will also be interesting to folks. Cause at least we can represent both perspectives for like one moment in our lives. Right. Total. Which is kind of cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just have to say that. It has to be that now. Yeah. <laughs> turtle. Um, turtle. I like goes into a glottal, but turtle. Turtle. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, but I feel, you know, I mean, how can you not feel some social pressure from social media these days, especially with like how stunningly visual you can make things, you know, yeah. I mean, as a, as both of us being creators and create creative people like it's it's very hard not to get sucked into that at some level um 
And I, I can only imagine that it must feel like a lot of pressure to document it. So I appreciate a lot that you're speaking to that. Cause I imagine myself feeling similarly, like I'm not engaged. I'm not married. I'm not pregnant. I don't have kids. Um, you know, but I feel a lot of pressure, like if those times come for me to like, like I'm supposed to document it because that's yeah. what it feels like. That's what everybody does. It's like, it's all I can see. I feel well, like sometimes I'll ask you. If you like, for instance, if you share that you're engaged, everyone wants to see the ring. If you share that you're married, everybody's like, what did your dress look like? If, yeah. you know, people, if people see, you're like, what, you know, I want to see the bump. They want to see how fat you got, you know? So yeah. it's like, that's really, it's, it's all a vanity thing. And it's not about real connection with anybody because if you, first of all, if you have real connections with people, you're either going to send them pictures of it because you love them and you want to share that experience with them, or they're going to literally see you. So there's mm -hmm. You know, there's no real necessary thing, but you know, it's, it's definitely, it's still, um, it's still coming to terms with your body because even though like I have been extremely fortunate and have, my body has changed in a way that like, I'm, I'm really like excited about and am like really trying to embrace in these last few weeks, it's still really difficult to swallow. I mean, it's like you, we spend all of our twenties, like trying to stay as skinny as we were when we were a teenager. And then obviously that's not possible, but you, you know, yeah. you, you're hungry, your whole fucking twenties. And then all of a sudden you yeah, have, God damn, we're fucking hungry people. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, I honestly had to, when I got into my second trimester and like could finally eat, you know, and was like needing to eat like a ton of food just to put weight on from what I had lost from being so sick. It yeah. was like, I had to train myself how to do that. Because I was so used to being like, no, 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 you just ate. You don't need that. Or like thinking of like getting hungry at 9 PM and being like, oh, you don't need that. It's 9 PM. You know, like all the stuff that you teach yourself that you don't need when you're not trying to gain weight. So it's just weird. You have to remind yourself that you can't really hold your, you can't suck your stomach in anymore because it hurts. It hurts to do that. It hurts to like put pressure on that. Oh so, God. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. I still catch myself doing it and I like release it and I'm like, Oh God, that feels so much better. Why can't I stop? But it's because I spent 20 years teaching myself how to do it every day, all day. You so know, it's, really I mean, I can relate to that on a small level, even I'm not in any way trying to, to minimize this. I hope it doesn't sound like that, but I was thinking about this exact thing the other day when my back was hurting so much because I like, like have a visual, like memory of when I was like in middle school, right? And and that's yeah. like when you're hitting puberty is around the time when you learn to do those things, right? It's like sucking your stomach in, like maybe like slouching a little because it makes you look thinner. Oh, At least that's what I thought. So like, I remember I, people used to tell me, and sometimes they still do because I can correct it still because I was, you know, trained to do it. But like people used to tell me, oh my God, you have such good posture, blah, blah, blah. I trained myself to have like, this slouch because it was like the way you like made yourself look like concave as like a teenager. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was thinking about that the other day and I was like, um, and by the way, I think it's so important we're saying these things because even though I'm well aware we sound fucking nuts, it's like, this is what women actually go through. So no, we, we need totally to like, think about this. We're not the only people who do this. We're definitely not. So this needs to be said because I am well aware it sounds crazy and it sounds um, really shallow and like, why the fuck would you be spending time thinking about this? But like you, you re literally do. It's like becomes muscle memory by the time you're a young woman, because you have been doing this basically out of like fear in a lot of ways. Um, you know, your whole 
your whole childhood. And so, yeah, I was thinking about that on a smaller level the other day because I was like, God damn, I feel like a lot of my back problems, aside from like sports injuries, <laughs> which is more relevant. Um, you know, I was like, I taught myself to slouch like this <laughs> and I'm like, I'm paying for it. Yeah. So I, I can only imagine how that would feel like being conscious of like sucking in your stomach as you're yeah going through such a body change as you say yeah, it's just weird it's you just become conscious about uh, your connection to like your breasts you I mean you're you just really become conscious of a whole lot of things you like we're never conscious of so yeah. it's it's been cool. It's been a really cool and like really trying and like at certain times like really difficult journey so far. But like I I was have been trying as much as possible on days, especially like today, that are like built in to be like celebrate the body. And like if you think of like pagan rituals, the body that you're celebrating is a real body. It's not like Victoria's Secret model body. It's a bunch of women <laughs> real fucking women out naked in the in the the desert, you know, and that's like a really like healthy and like really it makes me feel really good to hell yeah it makes me feel really good to think about that as well and of course now all I can think about is like a Victoria's Secret ad of like the angels like around this big ass bonfire oh <laughs> uh, go away I know, no but you're totally right it's like and and that's what I was thinking too I guess in terms of like you know, feeling like the yin symbolism is showing up a lot for me lately is like, I feel like sometimes in my past, I've sort of shamed my own femininity just out of like, it's sort of easier because people yeah. just like, don't like women, you know? So um, I've been trying to embrace my goddess lately and just like um, all, and, and that, and I guess the reason why I'm even bringing that up is because for me, I feel like that shame can extend to, you know, fear of becoming a mother and, um, totally like whether I would be like able to fully embrace my femininity enough to like change my life and be a mother and like be a mother of a daughter or a son. I mean, like both like blow my mind, which is also why I've been like super listening to side note carousel a lot because there's a song on there soliloquy that goes you guys got to listen to it he's like contemplating like am I gonna have a son or a daughter and oh my god blah, blah. um but anyway um it's yeah it's like a time I feel like oh where I've been reflecting a lot on that feminine energy and how we can embrace that and oh all that stuff so uh, the fact that like you're a freaking goddess and about to produce a goddess is just like blowing my mind right now. It's a pretty cool time to, to experience a solstice. That's for sure. It's a pretty goddamn cool time. I agree. Um, okay. So what's pissing you off, Mo? All right. I really only have one thing. And <laughs> okay. I mean, I have, I have all the same things you do, but I have a new thing. Have you seen the jacket that Melania Trump wore to go visit immigrant children in Texas. Have you seen it? No. You really haven't? Okay, so I, I snopesed this because I was like, this has got to be bullshit. And it's fucking true. So she visited a shelter for children in McAllen, Texas, the day after the executive order was signed, which would have been, was that today? I just okay, saw okay. this. I like, okay, yeah. So, so and uh, the back of her jacket says, I really don't care, do you? what yeah this is it's fucking real this is real 
It is a green jacket. Allegedly costs like $39 from, it's Zara. It says, and then it's like, it looks like somebody painted on the back of it, you know, and it says, I really don't care. Do you? Oh, um, is there any chance that she's like trying to represent the other side? Like, is the green supposed to be like green car? Like, is she supposed to be saying, cause she actually, didn't she criticize Trump for she what did. he was doing? She so did. is there sure. any chance? Like, I don't know why I'm even trying to give her credit. I guess simply I don't because know. she's a woman. Like, is there any chance that that's what she was trying to say? Not I like, mean, I don't give a shit about these possibly, kids. Possibly, but it's fucking tone deaf as hell. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like, you should just come out and have a press conference, not wear yeah. a fucking jacket. Yeah, Jim Acosta tweeted, he said, FLOTUS um, confirms Mrs. Trump. Let's see, Flo- yeah, FLOTUS spokesperson uh, confirms Mrs. Trump wore a jacket to visit Border Kids that reads, I really don't care, do you? Spokesperson says, it's a jacket, there was no hidden message. After today's important visit to Texas, I hope the media isn't going to choose to focus on her wardrobe. And, like, I'm partly down with that in that, like, I, I'm, I was over all of the fucking pantsuit shit with Hillary. Like, stop talking about women's wardrobe. There's a lot more to go on. But, like, your jacket has writing on it that says, I really don't care, do you? Like, girl. Yeah, like, that, that could not have been, um, like, a subconscious choice. Yeah, like, you could have literally worn, you could have worn, like, Oh, anything anything you could have worn a sombrero and it would have been less offensive yeah like what the anyway that i just read that like right before wow. we started and i had time to snopes it right before we recorded and but it I, is legit for, re- yeah, for real it, it doesn't even wow. say like partial it says true rating true on snopes wow that is fucked up oh my god what is wrong with them and like i mean wouldn't you wear it like if you wore that jacket and you were her spokesperson wouldn't you go malaya take that the fuck off wouldn't you say like take that off and leave that shit in the car she could have left it on the plane and nobody would have even known she had it on you know what i mean like yeah why did i mean maybe she insisted right that's that's the thing is like who who is either not helping but how do you know because let's obviously cut to the other thing that's pissing us off is of course like the fact that she's even visiting a camp like the fact that these children have been separated from their families when they're seeking asylum um is like a horrific thing and the thing that i have not been able to figure out all week is why we're getting reports undercover reports from a caregiver about how they can't embrace the children like even like no matter if it costs me my job, like if kids were like sobbing in agony around me, I would go fucking embrace them. Like that would be the first thing I would do. I don't know how, like you, you could not, like wouldn't your instinct be to do it? I don't get why no one has done it. It's really unnecessarily cruel. The entire thing is unnecessarily cruel and I'm not sure I don't know. And like, I'm not fully caught up on what the executive order did exactly. I did hear, like, I did read pieces of, of, um, an article that was talking about like how it was like too little too late still, like it still is not sufficient to reverse everything that's happened already. I can share some deets. Yeah. I would love for you to share deets. Some deets. So basically it's the reason that it is insufficient is because 
of, um, okay, and now, of course, I just want to make sure that I'm representing this right, but I think it's all based on the Flores Settlement Agreement from 1997, which basically states that, um, hold on, let me just make sure I'm getting this right. Thing that it's still in court and there's still judgment kind of coming down on it, but it's, it talks about how families will be kept together for 20 days, but they can only be detained for 20 days. It's together. Um, yeah. It's like right. the catch and release thing with that Trump or whatever Trump calls it. Exactly. So it's like, you can't, um, separate the, like, there's nothing except for this new law that Congress created. There's nothing that says you have to separate families, but right. It says that, um, kids can't be detained for more than 20 days. And what the executive order will do is just indefinitely extend the time that kids can be detained. So instead of actually solve, I mean, there's, so there's two big problems. One is it doesn't at all address how to reunify the current, currently separated kids and families, kids and parents at all. So there's still thousands of, of kids that are traumatized and alone. And it just basically means that Trump if um, nothing in Congress like overrides it or changes the law, it basically means that because the original law is still in place, that you can, um, that the, the zero tolerance piece, that you can um, immediately detain anyone who illegally tries to cross the border, um, no matter if they're seeking asylum or not, which is so fucking cruel they, to they me. They just took it and made asylum just, illegal. Yeah, and now they can just now, the, so the executive order basically states like, if they're crossing the border illegally, Which then they can be detained, like, with their kids indefinitely in yeah. camps. Like, oh, great. Like, great. That's, that, congratulate. And he's expecting a goddamn applause because he's literally using his domestic violence, twisted fascist language to say, oh, we didn't create this law. Like, just literally spitting bullshit. We didn't create this law. It was the Democrats. And now I'm going to swoop in like a hero and sign an executive order to save everything. And because the American public is too stupid to understand the details, I'm going to look like a hero. Well, and that's, that's exactly like, what's happening. Because he's touting himself in, in, in his statement saying like, well, we have to clean something else up like we did with North Korea, like we did with Iran, like we've done... Yeah, you know, with like with the Paris Accords, like he's he's just throwing in everything that he has reversed and touting them as an accomplishment. Yeah, you know, which is only doing thing like the the people who are standing behind him. It just dig it just digs them deeper into the hole. I mean, they they are for this. You know, it's like I also just hear more and more people, and I can't tell if it's because they've been so brutally shot down anytime they've tried to have an, have any discourse with the other side, or if they're they just actually believe it. But I hear so many people like having to say in this scenario, "Well, this is not a, po- a political issue; it's a human rights issue," and you know, Trump's done some really great things, but this is not one of them. And it's like. I'm sorry, but what the fuck are you talking about? This is definitely a political issue. A human rights issue is a political issue. And Trump is insane. Like, I'm sorry, he's insane. He has not done a thing that is positive. Like, that's just, I just don't get it. Like, how are, are people literally saying that because they're hoping then that, that they might have the ears of the other side? I really don't get it. 
I don't either. Oh my, I have to share the, and I'm going to paraphrase this because I don't actually want to dig this post out and I don't know this person, but I have a friend, um, who posted, um, something with the, the big fundraiser that what I was doing, um, yeah. still doing on Facebook. And then, you know, she was sharing her thoughts about it and everything. And then there was a guy who posted, um, who commented on it and he was like, isn't it a blessing that they're being taken away from the situation that the, these children were being taken away from the situation that they were traveling away from? Their families are seeking asylum and they're in danger and we're rescuing them and saving them. Oh. Like, but it's oh a rescue nonetheless. And like the only thing I could even say to him is I just, I like used his name and I just said, what an utterly tone deaf and useless perspective. <laughs> yeah I have absolutely like I just couldn't and like other people were like engaging with him in a really great way and were like totally saying amazing things but I just like I like didn't even have it fucking in me to have the conversation with this motherfucker it was like you you are a waste of human matter get the fuck out yeah it's like really hard not to feel that way I completely yeah. agree well, and, well, it's, it's, and I don't know if you should I mean maybe it is the right way to to feel and react you know I don't know it's like this kind of thing is so deplorable. It's like, you know, I mean, people are going to like take to the streets for this kind of shit. It's like crazy. Well, and I just don't, I don't know what the right answer is because I think we're just, we're all getting further entrenched in our beliefs because we, we all feel like they're being threatened mm -hmm. and they are right. Because you know, the, the, like our beliefs as, as like super liberals are being threatened every day, right? I guess that's more like royal music. <laughs> we, we just can't help ourselves. We're queen. Yeah, yeah the queen liberals. Uh, <laughs> but that, you know, you know, they're being threatened every day by by actual acts of of uh, like aggression, violence. People. Yeah, like and people people that we as a party and we as just human beings care for and have compassion for and, and want to want to open our country to yeah. but but if you are a person who believes the opposite then then you're you feel directly threatened by liberals taking to the streets over this so it's like what is where where is this political situation going like, where can we even find a resolution? And it's, it's, it's like, we can't, it's just going to be that we're going to end up hating each other. If we, I mean, we kind of already do. Like I basically, you know, when I posted that fundraiser, I was like, if you don't believe in this, then just get out of my life. Like I have no, I really have no energy to maintain a relationship with you, period. I don't care who you are. Well, and it's, it's hard not to feel a little doomsday in the sense of like, will like the Democratic Party be able to rise to the occasion to, you know, attempt and pass like risky, courageous enough legislation to like put these fucking assholes in their place. Like I'm sick of this white supremacist, like crazy narcissist, fascist, crazy stuff. So yeah. it's bullshit. And on that note, Jeff Sessions also gave me hives. Oh. Um, what so, did you say earlier? What was so okay? Fun fact: the Spanish word and the medical term for hives is urticaria. It's spelled U R T I C A R I A, which makes it sound way uglier. So that's what we're gonna say. Jeff Sessions gave me urticaria, although maybe it sounds prettier. Actually, I'm not sure. I guess it depends. In Spanish, 
let's say it sounds prettier. The medical term makes it sound ugly as fuck, just like Jeff Sessions and his soul. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, all this stuff, it really is true that it's hard not to feel the anguish in the world. Like we're all connected. Like I really do believe that, um, on a deep level and, um, you know, it's hard not to feel the energy. So on that note, um, I think it would be really great if we could close with a couple of things we're grateful for. Um, and the number one thing on my list, uh, cause this is like the only way I'm going to keep saying is if I just try to think of a couple good things in our lives before things like, you know, literally blow up. Um, Queer Eye season two came out. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. Don't spoil it. I haven't heard it yet. Don't say anything. I want to see it so bad. I'm so excited. I'm not going to say anything, but it's a really loud noise just occurred. Is everything okay over there? Did you just fall over? Well, I just got very emphatic. But I was like, no, please don't. No spoiler alert. That was hilarious. So I won't spoil at all, but. Um, they just make me happy and they at least are trying to address everything um everything that we're just talking about like showing um how the differences in people are really things that are the same about us right like in so many ways like every single episode is relatable every single person they bring on is vastly different from the other um but all very relatable and it's just it's such a beautiful show so that was my number one thing that I am grateful for um the other thing that I'm grateful for this is so cool but I heard this on the radio this week and I just was like oh my god I haven't been able to share this with anybody so apparently this teacher in Chicago um so okay wait side note so the reason this is on the radio even though I live in the Bay Area and I'm hearing about a Chicago teacher is they do this segment in the mornings that's like called tell me something good and then they play that clip of that song it's like tell me something good yeah if it wasn't that song i would have been really mad like if it was i mean like yeah it's like what the fuck are you even doing yeah exactly so um so i like that i know it's cool so they like do research about people that are doing good in the world so another thing kind of like what queer eye does in some ways you know bringing let's let's bring some positivity in the world and they so they brought this story on and they were talking about this teacher who um was preparing for this uh three-day class field trip like in the wilderness you know like where they're gonna learn about nature and camp and whatever um but there was a student that she had that has cerebral palsy and um, you know, so wasn't going to be able to go because her walker wouldn't be able to work like on the trails and stuff like that. So the teacher spent $300 out of her own pocket to buy this like special like backpack carrier and carried her on her back everywhere, everywhere they went and for the whole trip. And so she got to participate and like had an amazing time. And I was just like, that warmed my heart a lot. So I thought I would share that. I'm grateful for people still doing good things in the world like that. I love that so much. (laughs) I know. Okay. And then one more, um, is I'm just going to give a shout out because I was fortunate enough to get to see this on Broadway is the 2018 cast of Carousel. So amazing. It has Joshua Henry in it. Um, who we saw in Hamilton. It also has Renee Fleming, arguably um, the best soprano opera singer in the world. 
Um, and they just released the full, um, the full soundtrack on Spotify. So I am very grateful for that because I have new singing material for my very long commute. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Okay. So that was my list. I don't know if you want, if you have anything you want to add. Yeah. I, you know, honestly, I'm super, I'm super grateful for your birthday gift to me. So, Aww, that's so nice. Liz got me, um, and why can't I remember the brand? I'm not holding it. So I don't remember the brand name. What's the, oh, the, the giving keys, the giving keys. Yeah. So she got me, um, a giving key that has, um, that's the idea that you were supposed to like pass it. You're supposed to pay it forward when you, when you have you, when you meet someone who, um, needs it. So she got me this really beautiful key with a little, with like a rose goldy kind of tassel and it's on a really pretty long chain and it has a little emblem on it that says, um, or a little pendant on it that says mom. And so, I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. And I get to like keep it and, and send it on to someone who is, you know, going to become a mom or is a mom in their own way, or I don't know, like just really very cool. And so I've been wearing it like every day and it's like it's been like making me like, I just, when I like catch it on, you know, I, I look at it or I like bonk it on something and I hear it or, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> It just brings me to be like, oh, mom, like, it's cool. It's a very, very cool, like, way to center on one particular word. It's very neat. Oh, so, so that makes me, that makes my heart so warmed because I like that what I'm envisioning the most is like, I can't wait to find out who you give it to. It could be years from now. Like it could no. be, you know, I'm like, who knows? But like, I'm, I can't wait. I feel like it's going to be years from now, maybe, but it no, will. I can't wait either. It'll be a good time. Like <laughs> I have some ideas of like who I may get, you know what I mean? Like who, yeah. yeah. So it's just cool. It's a really cool thing to think about. And, and it's just very neat. It's been very, very cool. So and just a shout out to them, because if anybody decides that they like that idea as well, the cool thing is that they have, you can, you can pick any word you want. If you want to personally engrave a key, um, they have words that you, that are pre-selected. So, um, grateful is one of them. I was given, um, a grateful key one time, okay. um, which was really cool. Um, and it goes to a good cause. It goes to, um, uh, helping people experiencing homelessness, um, you know, find affordable housing, find the appropriate services they need and get out of homelessness. So. I just love it. Everything about it is so very cool. Ah, thanks for the shout out. I'm so happy yeah. you love it. I, oh, I really love it. I, I love I'm you. Grateful. I love you too. But I'm grateful for that. And I'm, I'm really grateful for women in my life showing up for me and throughout this pregnancy journey and like sharing what they know, or even, even people, you know, who have not been pregnant before, but are just like, showering me. I have like, you know, I have the best friends in the world. They're like showering me in all of these, you know, gifts and like notes of encouragement and checking in on me and all of these sorts of things that like, and I don't even know if I like, like I, I probably said it in the last time, but like my, my best friend, um, made, or one of my, best, I have like seven best friends, which is amazing. <laughs> like I'm pretty oh, much yeah. my friends are fucking best friends and it's great. Um, she like cut down one of her like vintage cocktail dresses and made it into a dress for the baby. And like, <gasps> oh, I, have I done, have I told you about that? I can't remember if I've said it on the pod or not. No, that's amazing. Yeah. So my friend Missy did that and it was like, just and wrote me this note that like she, she is, you know, doesn't have plans to have children. And she was like, you know, 
you know, when I was young and I like younger and I thought that, you know, I wanted to have kids, I would dream about sharing my clothes with them. Cause she's like the most fashionable person I know. She just always looks amazing and has like beautiful clothes always. And she was, and she said, but you know, being able to share that with you, like fulfills that dream for me or something like that. And I was like weeping anyway. Oh. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> I know. Oh I know. And so, you know, it's very, very cool. And my, my, um, one of my other best friend's sisters was sending me stuff because, you know, she had a baby about, I think he's like seven or eight months old now. And so she was sending me, I mean, it's just like really amazing. So I've been really surrounded by support. And even though I'm like, I'm an only child. Right. And like, you know, I don't have a lot of friends who, um, have had kids. I just am like, feeling so supported and like am able to enjoy more of this journey because of that support. So that's what I'm grateful for. Fuck. Yes. Oh my God. That was amazing. Okay. Um, on that note, I would like to play one final sound effect. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And I think it can't get any better than that because that just like made me want to weep myself to sleep. So hold on. (laughs) Let me cue this up. Did you hear it? Let me replay it. Did you did you hear it? Like I can't tell what it is. It's opening a soda can. Okay, let me try again. (laughs) I'm trying to chug and chat. Let me try one more time. Okay, hold on. Now I kind of got it. (laughs) You you can hear it, but it like just doesn't quite sound doesn't quite sound right. But now that I know what it is, it sounds like that. (laughs) Clearly, we're really highly technical over here at the jug and chat podcast on this pod amazing (laughs) i should have just opened my own can of soda (laughs) (laughs) all right everybody what a wonderful beautiful episode i bet y'all are out there feeling like super peeved about most things happening um if you're not then there's something wrong with you um but just try to think about what you're grateful for and spread as much love as you possibly can because we're all going to go crazy status otherwise. Oh, and I want to do a shout out to a podcast that totally deserves it and doesn't need a shout out because they're like amazingly popular, but I've been loving it is Ear Hustle, um, which is like produced by um, prison inmates. And um, it's like just incredible. Like they just like talk about life in prison and so many different aspects of it that I wouldn't even have thought of. Um, It's so, so good. It's so good. So listen to it. Okay. Any final comments from like our actual podcast personality, Mo? (laughs) Uh, No, I've given all of my comments. Don't wear stupid jackets. Like what the fuck? Yeah. True that. that Anyway, that jacket is stupid, but now she's a target. Like that was, that's fucked up. Well, it's, it, it makes me feel like who, like, I don't know who's helping her. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like who, who didn't like, who didn't have friend? Who wasn't her friend and, and say like say like girl, you can't. Yeah, is this the Hunger Games or what? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Okay, I'm grateful for cats and dogs. Okay, bye everybody. Bye. Bye.